When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This is Room 104 with Cormac and Saoirse. FM 104. Yeah. They don't do anymore. Uh, yeah. Cool. Uh, any other thoughts on that happy days? Is your... Is your boss and your job allowed to prevent you from going away on the lash with the lads or the girlos yeah. until this whole COVID-19 thing has... Uh, well, see, there's four passed. of us planning on going away. Half of them don't want to go. Oh, really? Half of us do want to go. You can guess the, the half that want to go. Let's be <laughs> I honest. I think we can. Uh, oh, it's 76797104. On the way next, we're going to be talking uh, Control-Alt-Delete, the latest from the tech news. But I want to know, what was the first ever piece of tech you ever got? I would say it was probably a Game Boy. Was yours a Game Boy? Loved the Game Boy, yeah. What was your first ever piece of tech? Not a phone and not a TV. I'm talking like that Game Boy or maybe it was a Tamagotchi or maybe yeah. actually the first one I ever got was, oh yeah, yeah, it was a, uh, it wasn't a laptop. It was a weird, I'll explain next. Anyway, the first piece of tech you've ever gotten, let us know what it was. 0876797104. Control, all delete. It's on the way next. This podcast may contain content which is suitable for listeners over the age of 18 only. Discretion is advised. He was over in the three arena last night. Lewis Capaldi, before you go, it's uh, Cormac and Sisha here on FM 104. Now it's time for... Room 104's Control-Alt-Delete. And do send us on. What was the very first piece of tech that you ever had? Bar phone. Yeah. Because obviously a lot of people now in the last few days go, what was the first piece of tech you ever had? So mine was definitely the Game Boy. I had Super Mario, which I played non-stop. But you know, back then you had to share. So I had four siblings. I had two brothers, two sisters. Mm. So you had to take turns. You didn't get one each like you do these days. The first bit of tech I got, I think, was... I had a Game Boy as well. And I had Terminator 2 on the Game Boy. Terrifying game. Do you remember having to take out the game and blow the... Yeah. Yeah. The old cartridge. Same with the Sega Mega Drive. But there was one before that which we got. It was actually with my sisters. We played it a lot. It was like a little laptop thing. It it wasn't a laptop. It was one of those like educational games. Oh, yeah. Where you played like Hangman. It was like, guess the word. I remember And then you'd be like putting in the letters and we're like... I do remember that. We had one of them. God, yeah. That's really going back. I think that was the first one. 087-6797104. Let us know what was the first piece of tech that you can remember ever having. I suppose it's different if you were born after 1990. Everything was everything was tech, but uh, I think that was it. And then, yeah, the Game Boy. The Game Boy. I got, a no- then... I got a knockoff Sega Mega Drive. Didn't get the real one. Got a knockoff cheap one. Yeah, so did we actually. We didn't. We weren't. Called a Scorpio or a Scorpion or something. Yeah, we couldn't afford the, the proper one at the time. And then a Tamagotchi. I never had one of them. Loved the Tamagotchi. Did you have one? Oh my God, obsessed with it. Yeah, I got it for Christmas one year. Yeah, that was a big phase, wasn't it, when everyone had them in, in primary school? Yeah. 
Like you genuinely thought it was a real thing. Yeah, Peter's after sending in a picture of what, uh, it's like uh, he said, not sure if you guys had it in Ireland, but back when I was a kid in Poland, every kid wanted to have one of those and it was my first tech equipment. What's the, na- what's the name of it? I cannot speak uh, whether it's Polish. either Polish or Russian, but... um. It just looks like a small little handheld uh, device. It looks familiar, though. It does look familiar, doesn't it? Yeah. Two buttons on the left, two buttons on the right. NM. What does it something. say, Peter, if you can translate for us? I can't even, no. I can't even pronounce it, I'm sorry. But it looks like something, if you're bored and looking for something random to watch on uh, YouTube, there's a fascinating documentary on Nintendo's expansion into Europe, which was run by a Danish guy. And I think he saw this thing, flew over, was running a just an electronics company in Denmark, so a small little electronics shop, mm. and pretended to have a big distribution network and kind of lied his way into Nintendo and was the main distributor for Nintendo into Denmark. I think it was Denmark. Was it Denmark or Sweden? I think it was Denmark. And he became the biggest uh, ne- Nintendo distributor in the world and is still the only independent Nintendo distributor in the world and made absolute millions from it. Genius. Absolute millions from it. Uh, Commodore 64. That's old school now. I, I recognise the name of that, but I don't. I can't visualise it. Commodore it? 64, yeah, that's from Trevor. Put it onto... Uh, put it, it into load going to school and it should be, should be ready when you get home. Oh, you had to charge it all day or something. Uh, did, did it take that long to uh, to load up? Was that the first tech? Let us know your first tech. 0876797104. Someone, you know, someone who's like 17 would be like, it was iPhone 4. Like, okay, f- fair enough. I just okay. feel so sorry for them. Yeah. You know, we really did have a good back then, didn't we? Oh God! Back in our day, we only had eight bits. It was, it was only eight bit computers. But as well as like there was no um, HD TVs or anything like that. So you missed it. Did I miss it? You touched your face. I just scratched my head. For God's sake! I was looking down. Hallelujah! Have you got the twenty euro? I haven't got it on me. I haven't got I it on me. I want that tomorrow now. Damn it! In fairness, I went two hours. In fairness, actually, I lasted five minutes, but you didn't notice me scratching my chin after two minutes oh, behind the screen. That's because I'm so too small. I can't see over the. Computer. <laughs> I can give you my bank details anyway. Oh, do yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll transfer, transfer to you across. Yeah, yeah, we were trying to see how long we go without touching our faces. But you did it in the bathroom, though, didn't you? No, I didn't. You I did. swear I didn't. Do not lie to me. Didn't. Do not lie to me at all. Uh, okay, right. So send us in your first tech. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Now in control. I'll delete some of the weirder stories from the world of tech and science and all that mad stuff. First and foremost, how expensive is it to be a woman? Um. When it comes to hair and beauty products, it's quite expensive. Yeah, it would be. Do you have a straightener? Yeah. How much did your straightener cost? Now, do you know what? I was cheap with the straightener. So uh, at the time I had a proper straightener and it broke. So the one I have now, I actually got an advert secondhand. Oh. Yeah. Oh. But I got a brand new curler uh, recently enough called, what was it? Something Tools. Hot Tools? I'm going to say Hot Tools. Sexy. But that was 130 euro, I think. So uh, I didn't know this, but uh, Dyson, who make the overpriced fancy vacuum cleaners I have a Dyson hairdryer do you with all the bits but I got it from Santa how much are they they're very expensive like stupid money and I will say it, it's not great it really isn't great they look fancy they look very good they're, they're cordless hoovers yeah. lovely they're bringing out I didn't realise this they're bringing out they have a line of hair care products obviously like the hoover they're bringing out yeah. a, a cordless hair straightener and guess how much it is Um, cordless hair straightener Probably a thousand quid or something. No, five hundred dollars for a hair straightener. Yeah, lads, what's going I'm on? Not surprised. See, it might be the fact that I am, I am, I would call myself a girly girl, mm-hmm. but I'm not good at doing girly things. Yeah. So I don't know how to work the Dyson hair curlery dryer <laughs> thing. So I don't like it yeah. because of that. It's too complicated for me. Same with makeup. 
I mean, people, you know, the odd time I'll get my makeup done for big events like, you know, the radio awards, got that done, other things like that. And they can transform you and make you actually look decent. Mm. I can't do that myself. Okay, so you have to go on. So, Would you spend 500 quid in a hair straightener? No, because my hair is poker straight anyway. <sighs> Ladies, I don't know what in the name of... I don't even know why. I, I was reading into some of the, uh, the... the What would you call it? Specifications of said hair dryer. Yeah. It's just if a pain in the tits being a woman. Something could give you a bouncy blow dry. Oh, I love a bouncy blow dry myself. I, I now, definitely yeah. save up for that. Really? It makes a huge difference, yeah. Right, okay. Well, there you go. Dyson's, it's called the Corral. And uh, it's $500 for a fancy hair straightener. Apparently it's good. It's got, you know, wireless, fancy, long-lasting battery, all those things. And if you have that sort of cash, fair play to you. Well, if you had really curly, out-of-control hair and this will do the job in a few minutes, I mean, you probably would save up to try and get it. Probably. I'm sure that, I'm sure not normal Curly hair is much nicer though, let's be honest. Sure, GHD will be fine. You're grand. Uh, so that was the first story that play, you know, I saw as well today. Second one, this is an amazing story, especially when we're talking about uh, viruses and the like, uh, ravaging the world. The second person ever has been cured of HIV. That's amazing. Not unreal, isn't yeah. it? So it turns out that the uh, guy's name, Adam Castello, He's over in uh, the New York Times profile him anyway. He uh, he was in a bit of a bad situation. He had HIV, but he also had uh, cancer. So he was like, this is a pretty, pretty yeah. grim situation to be in. And they did this by giving him a bone marrow transplant from a donor who was immune to HIV. Wow. Oh, I can scratch my nose. Fine. So there's some people who are immune to HIV. There were some... Um, I remember re- seeing, watching a program on some prostitutes, women who were forced into sex work in sub-Saharan Africa where there's a big problem with AIDS and HIV. Some of them are immune to AIDS. They cannot get AIDS, even though they're, again, as prostitutes, would be forced to sleep with everyone and it's a high AIDS uh, ratio and rate down there. So they have a, a, such an immune system with super T-cells that they can destroy AIDS and they cannot get AIDS or HIV. That's incredible. So what they've done now is taken the bone marrow transplant and they donated it into him. Now, he lost like half his weight, he was in hospital for months and none of them wanted to come out and say that he was quote-unquote cured because they were like, what if it comes back? We've never really seen this before. But it has been confirmed. His uh, virologist said they finally did use the word cure. They initially said uh, remission, but now he is the second person in the course of history ever to be cured of HIV, which is a promising sign. Although they do say that uh, this is what they said as well. It's uh, worth noting that the technique isn't likely to become practical for most patients because he was only eligible because he had lymphoma in, di- in addition to his HIV and his donor was a match. So, uh, a, a very interesting story. Fair play for, for that happening and who knows, it might be able to lead somewhere but the second person ever to be cured of HIV. Well, that's great news, isn't it? Yep. That's pretty good as well. Now, your wee-wee can determine whether or not you are rich or poor. Please explain more on this. I don't understand it. So usually when you're talking about how you def- how, how would you usually determine whether someone you have met for the first time is wealthy? Hey, do you know what? It's actually hard because those who splash their cash or, you know, are showing off usually don't really have it. That's it, isn't it? You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know who you're talking to. So someone who looks quote-unquote normal who doesn't have a flash car or f- fancy clothes yeah. can often wind up like, oh, he's got 800 million in the bank. And usually oh. the tech nerds that are absolutely minted wear the same clothes every single day so you'd never know <laughs> yeah, yeah. but yeah there are I, I guess we do judge people on how they look and their materialistic things and yeah. so I guess a fancy car big house maybe 
a Louis Vuitton scarf or something. Yeah, yeah, or girls like their bags, don't they? Handbags, yeah. Uh, handbags and shoes. So a, a, a study of 2,700 urine samples was able to determine uh, whether or not the urine sample came from somebody who was poor or in the top 5 or 10% when it came to income brackets. And apparently your urine is a much quicker and better test and reflection of your metabolism. So they're able to determine that if you eat whole grains, vegetables and dark chocolate, you're most likely belong to the most economically prosperous segment of society. And if not, uh, if your diet is low in protein, if it's got salty, if it's salty, filled with additives, and they're no longer, and there are longer breaks between your meals. You probably belong to the poorest segment of society, and that is all reflected in your urine. Well, in fairness, if you do think about it, anyone that's going for dark chocolate, bit fancy, isn't it? Is usually a little bit uubity. Do you know? We think yeah. so. Wow. Ah, you would be. Wow. And now broccoli. You're... Who likes broccoli? <laughs> I did have broccoli though over the weekend. Yeah. And it was uh, spiced with peanuts on it. Delicious. You've lost me there now. Yeah, I don't know. They fried it. I don't know what they did, but it actually tasted nice for a change. Mm. So what's happening on in your wee-wee? So basically citric acid and hippuric acid were found in higher concentrations among the wealthy than the poor. Low levels of these two acids in the body are associated with a deficiency in protein, fruits, vegetables and whole grains. Because obviously cheaper food isn't necessarily the healthiest thing for you. No, it's probably not. So but there you go. In saying that, do you think Mark Zuckerberg is not eating... You know, McDonald's and stuff. Uh, yeah, but I imagine he, Mark Zuckerberg probably has a, a dietitian and a chef making all his meals from. That would be devastating, though. What do you mean? Imagine you had a dietitian or a chef telling you you can't eat McDonald's, you have to eat this instead. I'll be like, <laughs> have this vegan burger. No. See you now, see you now, chef. Bye, bye, bye. I'd want a McDonald's in my gaff. Hey, you'd want the chef, you know, the chef that we spoke to. Oh, yeah. Who has yeah. a good balance. Yeah. You Graham, know? wasn't it? Graham, Graham Tomlinson. Yeah. Um, he is the fitness chef UK if you want to check out he's got a good balance but there you go the wealthy have different we to you and I they have healthy we and we have loser poor people we okay but do loser poor people we like us not live as long as the wealthy people no well, I don't know if that's true of course they're not wealthy no you would be they're probably longer. drinking a lot more champagne and but they can afford things. better health care they can like pay for new livers get the best of treatments Do you know interestingly enough I remember going to a skin specialist before okay over skin pre- pre-cancerous moles I had and he had a big bottle of coke in front of him he said he drinks that every single day so I said to him me being nosy I said well that's probably not the healthiest thing to be drinking every single day would you not be worried that you know you might get sick and he said well I am a specialist so, of course, I have specialist friends in certain areas. So I'll be up the list there. They'll sort me out. There you go. Couldn't believe it. And you were like there down the bottom of the list six months waiting for an old uh, know. appointment. Yeah, rich people have it handier and they've got better pee than you and I. So that's unfortunate. Uh, where are we going? Oh, great news, folks. Space food is perfectly fine for you. What do you mean space food? They have been growing food, uh, fruit and vegetables in the International Space Station. And they've gotten the first batch of lettuce back. And it's lovely. And it's fine and it's perfectly nutritious and now we're going to be eating space food. I love that. Yeah. So is it is some there only have, space lettuce now? Or? Uh, some people have gone vegan. I've gone like intergalactic. I'm like, sorry, I only eat zero gravity lettuce now. I don't want gravity destroying my food. I cannot wait to say that. Yeah, so you'll be uh, opening the first zero gravity bar in Dublin which isn't is there a zero gravity bar? In it that? sounds like there. I said there is a gravity yeah. bar, which is in the Guinness storehouse. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Is there a zero gravity bar though, and we only get our ingredients from the International Space mm. Station. So a salad will cost four million quid, but I still think people will eat it. So what they did was um, they 
plant scientists, they've been growing it up there, but they've also been growing lettuce, fruit and veg. Fruit and veg is slightly more difficult to um, to grow up there. One of the problems being as well is, do you ever see liquid travelling in space? Yes. It just blobs. Yeah. They can't, it's incredibly difficult to water plants in space because gravity usually is one of the things that helps the droplets fall down through the plants into the roots mm. and that helps get it soak up but now you go to spray the plant and it just floats away <laughs> you know what I mean they can't it just floats away it just sits on the How leaf or floats off that? I'm even visualising yeah. that that's annoying me you water the plants yeah and it's going a different direction it's going up you're like yeah my god how difficult would it be to just water plants in space anyway they figured it out they compared lettuce grown on earth with lettuce grown in space and determined that the lettuce grown in space might actually be better for you Oh, yeah, there you go now. It's the same on a multicellular level, but it uh, might have more nutrients down there as well. So happy days. Um, the final story, is this the final story this evening? It is the final story this evening. Um, a lot of kind of futuristic thinking is around this thing called universal basic income. Have you heard of it? No. It is basically this idea that we should give everyone free money. Forever. I think that's a fantastic idea. So regardless of whether you're on 20 grand a year or 200 grand a year, the idea is that every single person will be given enough money to pay their rent and to live. They'll be given their basic living expenses. Yeah. Um, and then they can decide to do what they want to do. So they tried out an experiment in 2017. They've been running this for the last while. They basically gave money, free money, to 4,000 people in Ontario. 4,000 people there were given the guts of in and around an extra 1000 to $1,500 a month that would cover their basic living, their shelter and their food. Yeah. These people still had jobs. These people still went to work, but they were given that extra bit of cash straight into their bank account, no questions asked. Now, what happens when you give people free money? Now, I thought you were going to say that they gave everyone the same wage. So no matter what job you had, you still came out with the same wage. No, everyone had their own job. And on top of that, they got the same 1200 They got about $1,200 extra to just cover their basic living expenses. I'd say people got lazier. Do people get more complacent? Maybe didn't do as much in work because they felt they had this to fall back on? That's what you think, isn't it? Yeah. Mad, isn't it? You, you think free money equals scrounger. Yeah, you do. You'd be like, if you got free money, you wouldn't bother your arse. You'd be lazy. Your productivity would drop. You'd stop going to work. Yeah, I remember actually You'd work my on your screenplay saying, all the time in, in Starbucks. You would. Yeah. Years ago, as a teenager, my mum saying, you know, if you asked to, for money for something, if you were going to a disco, the odd time she'd actually give it to you. She used to always say, getting money for free is not the same as working for it. You'll feel yeah. much better when you start working for your own money. Yeah. Than you would. And I, I turned around and I was like, money's money, of course I want. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to hand me 20 quid right now, why would I want to work for two hours? So this is really strange. So what happened over the course of this study when they handed people money. Now, I know some people do not like the idea of handing people free money on top of them working already. Yeah. But this is the idea behind universal basic income. Apparently, it's going to be the, the way of the future, especially when the robots take over and we have no jobs. True. So, um, everyone kept working. And this what I thought was more interesting. Here's what they said in, in the report. Many people who continued working were actually able to move to better paying jobs, jobs that had a higher hourly weight that had or wage that had in general better working conditions um, because they kind of felt more secure. So I don't know whether that means they were able to do more training or they weren't as panicky in their job and kind of as, you know, he- reliant on it. But uh, it goes on and they said people became healthier. 
and they started taking less trips to the hospital. So they said there was an impact on the use of health services. Many participants saw the doctor less, they went to the emergency room less frequently, and more than 50% claimed to use less tobacco, and just under 50% said they were drinking less alcohol. Well, I guess... If you don't have the stresses, I mean, you know, once you've got stress in your life, you're looking for an out, so you're going to go... That's what I mean, yeah, you go for it. Sometimes you just need a drink, and maybe that's a a bad negative response. You're just like, oh, screw this. Um, So, yeah, so that's that's kind of what happened. Now, they've stopped it. It cost them $150 to do it. Uh, The people as well who did this, they slept better, and they didn't have any bad dreams. That's very interesting. That's mad, isn't it? Yeah, that is quite mad. Mm-hmm. I would have thought the opposite would have happened, that they'd get a bit lackadaisy in their work, not really turn up at times, calling in sick because they don't yep. need to. Yeah. But then again, I mean, it gives you a boost of confidence then. Does you it? You don't not? have the, the real worries. I mean, I always think if you are working a job out of desperation, Yeah. so, you know, especially the situation we're in right now where you're trying to feed yourself after paying rent and you haven't got the flexibility. You know, some people would just say, if you hate your boss, just leave. Mm. Like, Shut up, Karen. That's not going to actually work because I have got uh, credit card bills to pay. I've got yeah. to look after my mum. I've got to uh, pay the rent and it's just stupid money. So a lot of people haven't got that freedom to just kind of make what might be a good decision for them. They're stressed 24-7. Yeah. They've hardly any money, but they need to go for a drink or a glass of wine or a bottle of gin on the weekend. Yeah. That kind of stuff. So maybe giving them a bit more money allows them to kind of go... I don't need this. Yeah, it's the security. I'm going to, yeah, you're not as chained to that job as possible. So uh, good news for employees, bad news for bosses, because they won't be able to go, oh, you have to do this, because people just leg it. That's very true. Yeah, which might be good. So uh, there you go. That's what happens when you give people free money. Well, now, they, when are they going to bring that in here? Yes, yeah, so I would like to, uh, I know some people are doing that already. They're on the dole and working. <laughs> yeah. Happiest people. Some, obviously not all, but some people do do that. But um, who knows if, uh, who, I can't remember who's the, uh, is it Pascal O'Donoghue who looks after our finances, finance minister? Is it Pascal? And um, we would like free money, please. Yeah, if you can just do that. Just 20 grand extra that would, that a would year be a, would be nice. A little bump and it turns out we'll all be sleeping better, have no nightmares, we'll be going to the hospitals less and uh, we'll be healthier and more productive. I mean, would that not cut the costs somewhere? Somewhere, yeah. Some, somewhere. They we can figure that to, out. Yeah. We can, we can just do we'll that. Try so, uh, it. Yeah. Trial it with us uh, sorry to be annoying. I know you get thousands of messages and I know you have to make it a fair competition. It's just, I'd love to see them. Who? Who would you love to see? I think we know who you'd love to see. Roshan, Roshan, who you on about? You're going to have to give us a little bit more information than that. Roshan is obviously looking to go. I don't know what you might be. I don't know what you might be on about. Look, 7 a.m. tomorrow morning, strawberry alarm clock. You can also get through to the lads or you can get through to us again tomorrow night at nine yeah we'll have the last pair tomorrow night as well um, we were chatting there about the first tech you had as well what was the first piece of tech you had uh, Dreamcast oh I loved that I loved Dreamcast what was it was that the big black thing from Sega no Sega that Dreamcast? was like the little pink wasn't that the Dreamcast it was It was. Um, I remember the ad for it and everything really two girls yeah Dreamcast oh that was incredible look that up actually what was the Dreamcast this is bringing back very happy memories, but very tainted. I don't really remember. No! Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought this was the Dreamcast what is a I home video of? game by Sega. The Sega. What are you thinking oh, of? Oh, that's just ruined Are you my thinking of Polly Pocket? Night. No, you're thinking of a Polly Pocket? There was a thing. A dream something. Oh my God, I'm going to have to go home and look at that. Yeah, Dreamcast, Amiga, Atari 1200 had them all. 
Uh, did it, uh, I actually, oh, this is, Peter sent us in this, this Russian uh, handheld device that I think was the inspiration for the Nintendo something. Uh, I actually don't know Russian, so no idea what it says. But the whole idea of the game was to catch the eggs in the basket. The further you got, the harder it got. Then it saved your high score so you could show it off at school and compare your high score with your mates. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Um, the VTech Educate system. Hang on, was that what it was? V- no, I don't know what that is. Was that the thing I had? Oh, it sounds like that's the thing you had, actually, yeah. VTech. Maybe one of my one of my brothers or sisters had that, I think. I'm trying to see the picture. Oh, yes. maybe it is one of them. I didn't have any of the fancier ones. Maybe that was the old one. They're still making them. The VTech. I just remember the noise. I can remember the noise. We had this when I was like six. It was just wow. I do kind of Guess remember. Guess the word. Yeah. Wow. Oh, God, look at all these. See, they're recreating them for, for babies these days. It's just not the same. Yeah, uh, cheers to that, Mark, by the way. Um, who else sent in mad tech that you had? Do, 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 do. So if hand gel kills the virus, but there's none in the shops, I figure I'll keep my system topped up with, with <laughs> vodkas and Guinness instead. Now, we talked about this last night, Dermot. Yeah. The World Health Organization has had to come out and tell people like you that that will not help at all. No, it will actually do more damage to your insides and you'll probably end up in hospital with the coronavirus. So don't do that. Yeah, please yeah. do not do that. So uh, there you go. If you have any other um, interesting pieces of tech that you had starting off, I think Tamagotchi, Game Boy, and you had the Nintendo. Yeah, I had the Nintendo. I think and one then, of the random ones was there. I mean, that VTech education yeah, thing. Then I moved on to the PlayStation, which was just amazing. Then just things got things got crazy from there on. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. We have to check back in with our uh, Pint of Guinness World Cup. If you have not voted for your well, in the next round, the thirty two pubs that we had yesterday have become sixteen. Head on over to F one zero four's Twitter. The matches are currently taking place. They'll be over tomorrow night at six, so you can cast your vote. And we'll have a little update to see how everyone's getting on. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Next. 
This is Room 104 with Cormac and Saoirse. FM 104. That was Sam Felt, Post Malone. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on FM 104. We were chatting there with the first pieces of tech you've ever had. I remember playing the Atari game. I think that's what it was called. It was the black game system. We didn't have one. We couldn't afford one. One of my friends had one. We used to play it for hours. Yeah, the Atari was one of the, the first ones that came out as Don't well. Don't remember that at all. I think I was too young at 47, you know? <laughs> Come on now, you would have been playing that at 47 now. <laughs> you would have been playing that in... Uh, Back in uh, the 1900s when I was oh, born? The old 1900s when you were born, yeah, that'll, that, that, that was it. If you've any good... Um, let us know what was the first kind of decent bit of tech you had uh, or, or or played first as well. You might, but you might have been like... Uh, sorry, who sent that? And that was Caroline. Sorry, Caroline. Um, might have been like Caroline. Maybe it was one of your... You know, everyone had that kind of rich mate that had all the fancy things. Yeah, Had like did. the fancy TV channels got all the new computer games and systems that came out and you were always around there gaffing. Yeah, yeah, it was always Sammy for us. Sammy, this guy who... Uh, his, I don't know what his dad did, but they always had a huge amount of jellies. Like, no one had... You know those kind of cinema jelly sweets? Yeah, Yo, yeah, the he pick and mix ones. He like, had a yeah. pick and mix in his house. Yeah. You could actually pick your own pick and mix. Yeah. They had little bags. Hang on, hang on. Sammy had a pick and mix in his house. As in... As in, what? like, yeah. Sammy have diabetes now. He probably he was very overweight. Oh, was he? hugely overweight as a child. <laughs> like wondering, guys, it might be the pick of mix you're giving your eight year old child uh, <laughs> constantly. I'm just just saying. Don't know where he is now, but I'm sure he's fine. Fingers crossed. Yeah, we haven't seen him in a while. Oh, it's seven six seven nine seven one zero four. If you have a uh, have any good old school pieces of tech, that what was the first one? Do let us know now. Let's have a quick catch up. <laughs> It is the, the world's first and only pint of Guinness World Cup. There has been a shocking turnover. Oh, God. I, yeah. I can't even believe what I'm seeing, to be honest. Oh, it's getting pretty serious now, okay? So what we've done is taken a few suggestions over the last couple of days and last week as well. Now we are back to the second round. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we launched this just before nine o'clock tonight. Everything was going fine, kind of predictable enough. Yeah. Suddenly, things have gotten very, very heated. Yeah, so we had 32 pubs from all around Dublin that were nominated by the beautiful people, uh, listeners of FM 104. Uh, some heavyweights, your usuals in the city centre, yeah. the old man pubs. A few local ones got snuck in there as well. The top two out of each group yesterday have now gone forward to this evening's second round of matches and they're now going head-to-head in the first knockout stages. And let's have a quick little recap and see if your local has uh, has in here. So how are we doing with the first match? Okay, Smith and Donna Bate has taken a quick lead, very, very quick, uh, nice and smooth there at 71.2%. The old mill and Tala, 28.8%. I don't think things are going to change too much. Now, they've gotten, Smith's has gotten like an extra 100 votes, has gotten a massive following and yeah. a huge surge because it was a lot closer. So, if, if you're out in Tala and your old mill is the place where you go for a pint, you want to get on to them yeah. and let them know that they've got until 6 o'clock tomorrow night, 18 hours left. Now, match number two is nail-biting. Why? Oh, because they have gone 50-50 on it. Yeah, look at that. The old stand, 50%, and the swan bar, 50%. Now, so, ton of votes coming in. Mm, yeah. And people cannot decide. So that is a, currently a draw. One what of them we, has to win. What we do in a draw situation, we have no idea. We'll have to uh, look at the rule book f- for that one, okay? One so, of them will have to win. Yeah. That's just it. Okay, match number three. The Gingerman is on 42.9%. 
Haypenny Bridge Inn is now on 57.1%. That has changed drastically. Yeah, so when we kicked this off the first hour or so, the gingerman was nailing it. But as we mentioned last night, this could come in the form of international support from Chris O'Dowd, who was tweeting the Haypenny Bridge Inn last night yeah. with his support. So maybe that celebrity endorsement has pushed them over the line, has given them the uh, boost there. It's 57, pretty much 5743 um, and if, that, will wait, they be able to hold on to that lead until six o'clock tomorrow night? Who knows? I hope so. Was that the time that you were gigging in that pub and I went in to watch you on my own? I'm not Chris O'Dowd. You're not Chris O'Dowd, but th- that was that pub. That was the pub there, yeah. Great pub. Not lovely staff, pub lovely pint of Guinness. Okay. Uh, match number four, Slattery's and the Cherry Tree. I feel so sorry for the Cherry Tree, only getting 14.6% of the votes, with Slattery's taking 85.4%. Smashing that. So I don't know how you are going to manage um, or how they'll do that one. It'll be a miracle turnaround if they can do it. Looks like Slattery's is heading to the quarterfinals. Match five is going to be another one of the... Uh, yeah. Serious, serious matches here. This We've evening. got Mulligan's Pullback Street, 43.9%. The Long Haul coming in there, 56.1%. Now, now, you know, a lot of people might have said it would have been nicer for them to meet later on in the tournament. But the Long Haul and Mulligan's, I would have thought Mulligan's would have gotten through there. If you're a fan of Mulligan's, if you uh, know someone who works there or enjoys a responsible pint of Guinness in Mulligan's, they're currently losing and the Long Haul is winning. Yeah, but you do have until six o'clock tomorrow to keep voting. Yeah. So happy to see match number six. O'Donoghue's and Toner's back to back. I wasn't sure how this was going to play out. They were pretty close when we started. O'Donoghue's now taking the lead with 58%. O'Donoghue's, O'Donoghue's is on 58-42. They are the heavyweights. They would have been the two favourites going into this tournament. One, well, two of the favourites. There's one other favourite we'll get to in a moment that's kind of smashing it as well. But um, if you're a Toners fan, if you believe that they do a better point than O'Donoghue's, which I understand saying that might be sacrilegious to people in O'Donoghue's, get on and vote. Yeah, because you're on 42% there. Yep. Match number seven, Grogan's Grape Bar, 71.2% of the votes. The Bernard Shaw, another Grape Bar, 28.8%, not doing too well. Not at all. And then the last match, Gravediggers is up against the clock on Thomas Street. And Now, I thought, <sighs> first and foremost, the Gravediggers, not that I'm happy about this because I, I, I am a loyal fan of O'Donoghue's, but the Gravediggers, I think, is going to win the whole tournament. Um, I think it's... I'm going to presume it's definitely going to be in the final. I think so too. So it's, 83.3% uh, right now. All right, yeah. So if you uh, drink on the clock on Thomas Street responsibly, uh, they need to get a little bit of support. I'm not sure if the clock has a, a Twitter account or a social media, but uh, get on to them and say, lads, what is going on? So there are the matches at the moment. The voting will end at six o'clock tomorrow and then we will have the first round of uh, quarterfinals taking place. The final will take place live on the show on Friday evening. We will find out who has won the first ever Pint of Guinness World Cup. Gut-wrenching. It's going to be serious stuff. So there you go. The Gravediggers currently going through to the quarterfinals based on the second round matches. It's the Gravediggers, it's Grogan's, it's O'Donoghue's, the Long Haul, Slattery's, the Hapney Bridge in a 50-50 between the Old Stand and the Swan Bar and then Smith's out in Donabate which has gotten a huge, huge amount of support in the last few hours. So, Look at all the retweets on that. I know, yeah. Everyone, huge fans out in Donabate. And I spelled Donabate wrong. I'm such a moron. Oh, you did. Oh, sorry, my bad. I was typing mad earlier on. We're, we're in a rush. It'll be gone by six o'clock tomorrow night anyway. That's fine. Yeah. Um, okay, so tomorrow night, uh, six o'clock will be when that is ending. If you want to cast your vote, you can vote in all eight of those matches. You just need to head over to FM104 on Twitter. Cast your vote. The uh, Guinness World Cup is pinned to the top of the page anyway. So once you head on to F104's Twitter account, you can see it right there at the top.
Yeah. All right. Pretty much. And Jesus, I'd love a pint of Guinness right now. Responsibly. Responsibly, of course. Just the one. Uh, okay, speaking of uh, making you feel a little bit better, let me ask you this question, see if you can get this before we wrap up the end of the show, right? Uh, if you want to be happier, you need to spend your money on what instead of what? Oh, um, you need to spend your money on... What instead of what? Hold your thoughts there now. Okay. Have a think. If you want to win some beer mats, 0876797104. If you want to be happier, the secret apparently to you being not such a miserable dry shite is to spend your money on what instead of what? 0876797104. This is Room 104 with Cormac and Saoirse. FM 104. Uh, it is uh, Room 104, Cormac and Saoirse here. And um, if you know the answer to this question, right, what will make you happier? Spending your money on what instead of what? Spending your money on unhealthy food as opposed to healthy food because we have this whole thing where, oh, we have to have avocado on toast now because you're going to be healthy. No, yeah. avocado is full of fat. Why don't you just have a burger and shut up? Yeah, you think, you know, oh, it's seven six seven nine seven one four. I'm opening, I'm just here on, on Twitter, by the way, and I'm looking at a CCTV footage from a supermarket in Australia. Now, for some reason, Mm. Australia has lost its mind when it comes to bog roll. Yeah, it's really strange. So, I, I don't know what, what, what we've bought a lot of face masks and maybe hand sanitizers, but the Australians, for some reason, have been stocking up crazily on uh, bog roll from supermarkets. And there's a video of what I think is a supermarket. Mm. Has, it's from uh, news.com.au if you want to follow that over on Twitter. But basically, it shows like a stop motion video of an aisle that has the toilet roll on it. As soon as the doors open, there's at least, what, 100 people yeah. on the aisle? Squashed into each other, grabbing the toilet roll. Now, we're going to look at this and everyone's going to look at that and kind of go, this is ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous. Too much panic, over-sensationalized stuff, right, blah, blah, blah. Do you know what it's going to be like, though? They're going to be the country that, as if they have the oil. They have the toilet paper. (laughs) We have the hand sanitizer and the face masks. What other country has something to offer? But if you're in, let's say, let's say this happens in in Dublin, because I think it only takes one person to lose their mind, right? Can you blame someone for, like, joining in with that after a while? Because let's say only two or three people go into the supermarket and they're going to take everything. Yeah. Would you not feel an urge to kind of go, I don't want to be an idiot. I don't want to panic. But if those two or three nut jobs are going in now and buying everything, then I won't actually have anything. So I'm going to have to leg it in and grab some before everyone else takes it over. And is that kind of snowball knock-on effect that you don't want to be an idiot, you don't want to panic, but when other people are panic buying and bulk buying, Mm. you're going to be left with nothing. I have a delayed response to most things, uh, coronavirus being one of them. So I don't, you know, I'm waking up every day acting like everything's fine. Yeah, I'm not worrying about the lack of toilet paper. I mean, I have no toilet paper at the moment. I'm planning on stopping in a garage on the way home and getting some. I've robbed some from work. They got a delivery in the other day. Oh, do they? Well, should you be allowed to rob stuff from work? Yeah, is it downstairs? I don't know where it is. I didn't say, I didn't say that, but it's mad. Listen, some, some of the scenes coming out from Australia, I don't know why they are losing their mind over the bog roll, but mm. they're losing their mind over the bog roll. Anyway, and... Uh, but I, I just think it would be very, very easy to get caught up in that hype. It would. For one or two people to kind of leg it and then you're like, oh, if I don't get the milk, no one's going to... We do it with bread here, though. That's I think uh, that's our bog roll, bread. Yeah, actually, in fairness, it is. I mean, there was times where there's someone in here whose mum was making loaves of bread like there was no tomorrow. Yep. I mean, for what? For who? Oh, God, I don't know now. Uh, Darren, thank you very much. Uh, Darren sent in a picture of the uh, his Tamagotchi. Oh, so 
Now, you got a Tamagotchi. What's wrong? Did your tom- is your Tamagotchi not working? You no. got sent in. Darren, seriously, got sent in a Tamagotchi from a listener there last week. Does it not work? Oh, see, I was sent in. Did it you wasn't, kill it already? It wasn't actually a Tamagotchi. That was the thing. It was, uh, it was a cheaper version of what was the Tamagotchi. So it was one from, I think I've seen one in Deals or one of them shops. Okay. So it's not the expensive Tamagotchi that it was back in the day. How much did a Tamagotchi cost back in the day? I mean, they were expensive enough, I remember. They weren't cheap. I never you see, I never had one. That was one of the things I never had. Yeah, I loved it. And I just don't think... I, I, I don't know what it was. It just you know, look after something. I'm like, no, I want. I wanted the Terminator game that you to blow up Terminators, mm. chased by a van. Yeah, scariest game ever. But um, I think it was the nurturing side to us. <laughs> really, you know? they were gendered toys, stereotype gendered toys, which were forcing you into a, a matriarchal role, so you'd be. Well, it didn't work. <laughs> didn't work. Didn't work at all. But they tried their best. Look, it was like a little animal. I remember being that young, not being allowed to get a dog or a cat because, you know, my mom had five kids under ten. So that wasn't happening. Jeez, she had kids under ten? What? Oh, for God's sake. That's very developed for a ten-year-old, wasn't she? My God. She, no. she wasn't far off. No, I wasn't. She was. <laughs> Sorry, Mum. She is listening. Oh, uh, um, hey, John. Yeah, so, you know, we weren't allowed to have an animal at the time. So mm. that was like my little animal that I was convinced was real. Yeah, yeah. To mind. Fair enough, fair enough, yeah, that's good. Uh, Mr. Marley said, in relation to what's going to make you happier, is it spend it on other people and not yourself? Ah, Mr. Marley, aren't you a kind guy? If you want to be the happiest you can be in life, you need to spend your money on what instead of what? Absolutely not spending on other people. You spend it on yourself. Yeah. I don't do that often. No, I do, actually. You do a lot. I spend a lot of money on my cat and I shouldn't, you know? Yeah, probably a bit too much. I do. How much does, he, does she cost you a month? How much does she cost me a month? Well, you see, I have to get her injection. So she has this flea uh, treatment that I have to get every month. Every month? Yeah, you just put a little bit on. I don't know why she had fleas and she was an indoor cat. Anyway, then I have to groom her. I give her an expensive food because she gets sick if I don't. And it's a sensitive one. Perina gives them like a nice coat and everything. Right, yeah, yeah. So not too expensive, but you know, I do buy her toys and stuff, Mm. which she doesn't play with. I bought her this big, huge thing that cost me 60 quid she doesn't use. A scratcher thing and she just scratches the couch and stuff. Oh, God. Uh, Mr. Marley, that's a good answer, but it's not the right answer. Is it not? I thought that was going to be the right answer. No, and it is to do with, as you said, it is kind of technically spending money on yourself. On yourself? That's not the answer. It's close to the answer, though. Spend money on your health. Nope. And not your looks. No. Is it to do with your looks? Uh, No, it's not. Not at all. No. Is it due to your health? Uh, your skin? Not really, no. Oh. Your fitness levels? I, I want to say you're heading kind of in the right direction, but you're kind of not. Oh. You need to spend your money on what instead of what? 0876797104. Hmm. Uh, and by the way, your next chance, if you were listening out for the uh, One Direction competition, that we're doing all directions for One Direction, you get to see... Niall, Harry, Louis and Liam they're gigging in Birmingham, Manchester and there'll be two gigs in Dublin first one is the end of this month you could be going to see all of them you just need to tune in to uh, Jim Jim and Nobby tomorrow morning Strawberry Alarm Clock from 7am they'll be giving you your very 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 first chance very exciting stuff oh it's good good indeed now we will have uh, tomorrow's final uh, chance to get into the draw for that competition as well and the uh, overall competition winner will be picked next week so your last chance tomorrow night here in room, room 104 first chance with the strawberry lamp with Jim Jim and Nobby tomorrow 
morning. So any last guesses? If you want to be much happier in your life, you need to spend your money on what instead of what? Spend your money on... And you're doing this even though your boss told you not to. Oh, spend money going away as opposed to staying at home. <laughs> Thanks, boss. Uh, kind of, kind of, yeah. Travelling. Spend money travelling. I'll give you that one. It's not travelling per se. It's You need to spend your money on experiences instead of things. Right. So okay. not materialistic things instead of uh, that. Dimit said, spend your money on dogs instead of your girlfriend. Yep, that might do it. Yeah, well, yeah, actually. Experiences over things apparently is the secret to long-term happiness. So if you're thinking about going out and buying yourself a Louis Vuitton bag, a Louis Vuitton fake bag, if you can't, you don't have... Don't be that money. person. Don't buy a fake version of a real bag. Don't do that. Why not? Just buy a nice bag in pennies. No, why not? Just buy a fake... No, who are you trying to impress? I don't know. I saw in the airport the other day, right, um, a watch. Guess how much the watch was. What kind of watch was it? It's a Rolex. I didn't realise Rolex. I knew they were expensive. I didn't realise it was I wouldn't expensive. have a clue. Three grand. Four. Seven. Ten. Twenty. Thirty. No. Forty. No. Seventy. Fifty-three thousand euro for a watch. Would you be well? Lads, would you be well? If anybody wants to buy me a 50 grand watch, I will sell it straight away. <laughs> and There you go, job done. I'll be fine for a year. Yeah, so if you're miserable and you're buying yourself things like Rolex watches, what are you doing for a living? Because that's ins- isn't that an insane amount of money? Like if you have enough money to buy a Rolex watch for that price, yeah. will you just give the money to someone who needs it? Like, stop being an a-hole. <laughs> Seriously. Get that off your wrist and actually give give back. There's people that can't even eat. Just give Saoirse the money. Give it to me, okay? I'll spend it. Get yourself a three grand watch. Give her the 50 grand. Everything will be better in the I world. I will have a bath of bootum every night for the rest of my life. I think that would work out work out well for her anyway. So there you go. Apparently, spending it on experiences, trips away, things like that are far more beneficial to your overall happiness than uh, buying random things. But you need to make sure you take a picture along the way. There you go. I mean, if, you're you not, if you're not Instagramming these exciting moments in your life... Who are you? Yeah, who are you? Who cares? you're not getting the likes no one cares uh, speaking of Instagram if you want to see me scaring all the promo girls that were in earlier on and then slowing down the scare so when you replay it it goes it's over on my Instagram Thank yeah so and also over on Room 104's Instagram is uh, oh, Cormac's yeah. engagement photo shoot that he did yeah, on Monday yeah, very it's good. beautiful very funny. lovely yeah. poses mm-hmm. um yeah, you look really happy and you're wearing a lovely navy shirt. Which is I gorgeous. only have navy shirts, we know this. I didn't realise that you could hang from trees. Well, there you go. It's just a skill I hadn't been uh, revealing. I've been keeping that one close to the chest. Beautiful. Yeah? There we go. Uh, tomorrow night on the show, what are we doing? We've got down with that sort of thing. Careful now, we will have uh, my worst gig and also, yeah, your final chance tomorrow here on FM 104 to get yourself in the draw for our All Directions for One Direction competition. And of um, course, the Guinness World Cup. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, come on. Oh, my God. Semi-finals. No. Quarterfinals. Quarterfinals. So we're currently in the knockout stages. Yes, we uh, This current round is going to finish at 6 o'clock tomorrow evening. So get on over to F104's Twitter. Vote. The uh, tweet is pinned to the profile page. Final is taking place on Friday. And it'll be a much shorter final, by the way. It's only going to be two hours. We're going to have the winner by 11 o'clock on Friday night. Terrifying. So if you're in a taxi on the way into town, you'll know exactly where to go. Like, oh, is it Tonus? Is it the Gravedigger? Is it there? Yeah. Yeah, we should broadcast from where the winner <laughs> gets chosen. That. Uh, so the quarterfinals will take place tomorrow. If you want to have uh, have your say and vote, head on over to F104's Twitter. Oh, quick text in before we go. I'm starting to stockpile up on toilet roll. Two euro for nine and spare. Ah, Mary. Mary, would you calm down now? I appreciate your, uh, your preparedness, Mary, though, but 
Was was there much left, Mary, by the way? Also, by the way, I remember going out with someone, I'm going to say this really quick, whose dad told me you should only use one square of toilet paper to wipe your bum. Get out. Yeah. Now, I would That's go through... Disgusting. I would go through a lot of toilet paper. Way more than I should. Because I just... You know when you're sitting on the toilet and you're rolling it over your hand and you just keep going until you're actually finished peeing? And then you end up using half the roll. I'm a waster. I'm sorry. I'm a waster. I am a waster. Anyway, on that note... Not good, not good for the environment. Yeah. Uh, Mary, thanks for sending that in. On that note, we'll be back tomorrow night from 9 o'clock. That uh, round of voting is going to close at 6. Quarterfinals tomorrow night at the top of the show as well. And as always, Ihawa. Ihawa, Slanka Fall. Take it easy. Bye now. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.